0: with us right now Tim Fitzpatrick Tim you're in Denver uh yes. and uh thank you so much for joining us you are the founder CEO the president of Rialto marketing yes thanks so much for having me Josh I'm excited to uh to dig into this. So the website, by the way, is Rialto, I'll spell that, R-I-A-L-T-O, marketing.com. What's, what's Rialto? What, where does that word come from? So <laughs> That's
1: a good question. It uh, Two things there. One, it was where my wife and I started our honeymoon in Venice. So close to my heart there. Yeah. Second, second part of it is, you know, the Rialto Bridge. And when I think about marketing, I think about marketing as a tool that helps people get from where they currently are to where they want to go. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what bridges do. So that's where it came from. Okay. I like it. I like it. So how's life in Denver? Uh, You know what? I can't complain. It's starting to get nice. Uh, I've had a little bit of rain, but it's starting to get uh, nice and sunny and uh, I'm excited to start getting out on my mountain bike.
0: Oh man well you're in the perfect part of the country for that uh, yes I am in the area and I love going out to visit there so I'm uh, down in Orlando so where it's uh, hot 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Tim um, tell me about your uh, your background like how you got into marketing and 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 uh, you know your story of you know how you became a consultant to the stars Sure sure
1: <laughs> I. Uh, You know, my entrepreneurial journey started right after I got out of college. I would not tell you that I was one of those kids that was entrepreneurial. You know, I wasn't selling stuff. I mean, all I cared about was getting out and playing with my friends. But when I got out of college, I got involved in a wholesale distribution company that I Mm. became a partner in. Yeah. We grew that company about 60% a year for 10 years and then we sold it. Um, After we sold it, I stayed on with the company for another three years um, moved out to Denver. I was born and raised in the Bay area in Northern California, mm. moved out to Denver, uh, with the company. And that was in 2008. Well, 2009, we all know what happened in 2008 and 2009. It was a yeah. disaster. Uh, I got laid off. So I actually got laid off by the company that bought us, which is not as uncommon as you might think. Mm. And so I, uh, you thanks know, I, for the company. Here you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I had to shift gears and, I had always been interested in real estate, especially from an investment standpoint. And I said, look, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to learn this. So I got into residential real estate as a realtor at that time. Mm. And I was door knocking on people that were about to go into foreclosure. You know, So I was helping people um, sell their house for less than what it was worth so they could avoid huh. foreclosure. And after doing it for two and a half, three years, I was like, man, I, I don't like this. I'm, I'm waking up and I'm dreading every day. And there's no point in running a business when you feel that way. So at that point, I, again, I took a little bit of time off and that's when I shifted into marketing. You know, I thought about what I loved about being in distribution. Marketing is dynamic, it's changing keeps me on my toes. And so that's when I got into marketing and that's what I'm still doing today, so. Yeah. So when we talk about
0: marketing, um, y- explain where you come in. Like what's your, you know, if if you were had superhero powers, uh, what, what would those powers be?
1: Yeah, so our, um, what I call our tip of the spear, right? What we lead with, what we wanna be known for mm-hmm. is helping clients get the marketing fundamentals in place. Um, you can't have long-term success with your marketing when you skip the fundamentals. And so many people skip them and then they wonder why things aren't working. So we really focus on helping people get that firm foundation in place and then we can help them build the rest of the house from there.
0: Yeah, okay. So if we go to, uh, and, and to what, what types of companies are you working with? Where are they? Where, where, yeah, where are they? so our ideal client, they're all service-based
1: uh-huh. Our ideal clients fall into coaches, consultants, yeah, professional service providers, and and some home service businesses, so contracting companies, you know, painters, HVC companies, that type of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and then
1: so they come to you, and uh, where where does it usually hurt for them? They are they're overwhelmed. Okay, mm-hmm. they're they're battling information overload when it comes to marketing. They don't have a solid plan in place. They've reached some level of success, but they want to continue to grow and they're just not quite sure what that next step needs to be. That's where the pain is. They're like, hey, we, we've, we're we doing these things, but we've hit a ceiling and we don't know what else to do. We need help to push through that. So that's uh, so, typically where it starts.
0: Yeah. And I say So you bring them in, you're like, okay, listen, relax. Yeah. <laughs> here Here we go. We're going to, just rest your rest rest your head on my shoulder. We got this. We're gonna we're gonna do this. All right. So, what is the process that you take someone through that's just feeling overwhelmed? Right there, I would imagine you know most people you know they want great consistent sales. They've tried things. They've probably failed at a lot of things. They don't get yeah. why things aren't working when these gurus are telling them it should. Um, and you know, wh- wh- where do you what's what's the starting uh, yeah. place? for you when you're working with them? The first place to start
1: is we have to get a reference point of where where you are, right? When I, my GPS can't tell me how to get to the airport until it first knows where I'm starting from. With marketing, I believe you have to get a baseline of where you're at to figure out what you need to do. So we start by getting that baseline. And that baseline in most cases is really doing a review of all of your existing marketing. What have you done? you know, what do you continue to do? What's working for you? What's not so that we can get that baseline and start to identify where those opportunities are. Once we have a baseline, then we can make sure one, that you've got those fundamentals in place. Do you understand who your ideal clients are? And Mm -hmm. do you have clear, engaging messaging that's going to attract that market? If you don't, we need to put those in place. Then- we, we put a plan together and the way we look at plans with marketing, 90 day sprints. Mm. Our plan, our businesses are evolving too quickly. The market is evolving too quickly. 90 days is long enough to start seeing things take shape and start to work, but it's short enough where we can make course corrections and then wash, rinse and repeat. Once you have a plan, then you gotta you got take action, right? I mean, nothing's gonna happen if you don't take action. So you actually have to implement. <laughs> And once we implement, then we can measure, look at what's working and what's not. And that fifth step is optimization. And then you're basically, you know, your plan, your implementation, your optimization is wash, rinse, and repeat. So that's the process that we go through.
0: Yeah. And so uh, you know I think a lot of people are really curious about tactics, right? They want to know how am I going to get the visibility, right? And so you know first you know again I think to your point you're saying listen you know, before we start you know just You know, I'm going to tell you sprint in that direction. You know, for two miles, right? You're like, hey, that might not be the right direction for you. I don't want you to have another frustrating experience. Uh, That's one of my main criticisms with gurus is just like, I don't know that that's going to work for you. You know, you're welcome to test that, Um, but I'd I'd say, you know, the advantage, Tim, is you have a little bit. Number one, you have perspective, right? You have an outsider's perspective. They're inside the bottle; they can't read the label. That's number one. Number two, you've done this a bunch of times, so you know, the more you do this, the more you start to see patterns, right? It's like, yeah, I know that Facebook ads sound good for someone like you. The reality is it does, just doesn't, it's not an effective strategy. Yeah. And what we've seen is bang for the buck, you're going to find that X is probably going to outperform based on my experience of working with other people. That's the value of working with a consultant who does what you do. Yeah. Yeah. it's So we, as you pointed
1: out, right, we, we're, we're inside the bottle. We can't read the label. We can't see the forest through the trees. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we need those outside eyes to, to give us the, that objective opinion of, look, here's what you're doing. That's working well. Here's what you're not.
0: And where the opportunities are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So good. So in terms of like, give me a case study or someone that you've worked with and, and what ultimately you figured out and what then was the, um was, you know, was the, you know, kind of the, the visibility building, yeah. like what, and why did you choose that method of getting their getting in front of eyeballs for them?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'll give you an example of a CPA that we we still work with. Um, when we originally started working with her, she just, you know, she didn't have a lot of traction. I mean, she had clients, but she wasn't real happy with the types of clients that she was attracting and working with. They were not ideal clients. So, you know, we first started, we, we got a baseline, right. Of what she was doing and, you know, what she had done. Um, And then we started digging into, well, you know, you're working with people that you don't really like to work with. So you're not attracting the right types of people. Um, So with her, we started out and where I love to start with existing businesses is to hone in on your target market and your ideal clients. Ask yourself three questions. One, who do you enjoy working with? Mm -hmm. Why do we want to bang our head against the wall every day and work with people that make our lives difficult? There's no point. (laughs) So that's first. Two, who are your most profitable clients? We're not doing ourselves any favors and we're not helping our clients if we're not working with profitable people, right? Because we're not going to stay in business. And the third one is who do we do our best work for? Who do we get great results for each and every time? If we work with people that we love working with, right? That are profitable, that we get great results for. We're going to be happy. We're to, those clients are going to stay with us. They're going to do more business. They're going to refer us. So you ask yourself those three questions and you look at your current clients and your past clients. And what you end up with is a subgroup that you answered positively to all three of those questions. That subgroup is where you start to dig into the demographics right? The numbers about those people and the psychographics. Yeah, Psychographics are about, you know, what's the common problem they have? What are their aspirations? What results are they looking for? Those types of things. And when you look at the demographics and the psychographics in that subgroup, inevitably what happens is one to three groups come from that. Those are your ideal client types. And with her, what we found is her ideal client types fell into two camps. They were women-owned Veterinary clinics and dentists. Now we we know that those are two ideal client types that she really wants to work with. Yeah. Now what you can do is one, you can't enter the conversation that a prospect's having in their head until you understand who the hell they are. Now that she knows who they are, she it's much easier for for her to understand them and their specific needs. And then the next thing we can do is start to look at, okay, you're trying to attract dentists and veterinarians. Where are they? Where do these people congregate online and offline? You know, they're part of the American Dental Association. They belong to, you know, they follow specific people online. They subscribe to specific blogs. They follow certain influencers. They listen to certain podcasts, right? We create a list of all those places where they can potentially be. And now we have an idea of where we need to go to get our message in front of those people. So once we did that, we helped her create messaging that's gonna resonate with that market, and then we put a plan in place. For her, that plan really started with, and I think a lot of people um, overlook this, is where are you having success already in your marketing? that's the best place for most people to start. Look at what's working and go, okay, here's the end result from this. Let's work our way back and make sure that we're optimizing this process. Are there gaps that we have where we could further improve this first? Mm -hmm. Because why jump into another channel when you haven't even maximized the one that's already working for you? Yeah. So, you know, we, we worked with her on that. She, you know, she's She was getting some referrals, not as many as she should. Um, She has a podcast that is doing well, um, but she wasn't really generating a lot of leads from it. So we started to look at that. And those are the two things that we focused on initially with her plan to help her bolster the things that were already working. And then from there, then you can start to branch out. But if you're not maximizing the things that are already working for you, those are the yeah. first places to focus, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Um. What do you see working right now for like general lead gen? So let's say, for example, someone's a consultant. Um. Do Do you find that you know LinkedIn Sales Navigator is an effective tool as email direct email outreach effective? And if so, like, yeah. you know, uh, you know, again, I, I hate to keep pulling us back to tactics, but no, it's okay. Yeah. Um I um look, I'm
1: pretty old school when it comes to this stuff. The old stuff works. Um, yeah. I think there are opportunities on LinkedIn, but I think LinkedIn has also become very spammy. Um, yeah. you know, there was, there was just a, um, LinkedIn, this was probably three or four weeks ago, Yeah. LinkedIn updated how many outreach connections you can have yes. in a given week. Yeah. And, I think it used to be two two fifty ish, and it mm-hmm. went down to about a hundred ish. It's now a hundred, so, yeah, yeah. So a lot of those people that are using these automated outreach tools, well, it got cut in less than half. So yeah. is that going to, if it was working for you, is that going to continue to work? Um, what I see working day in day out for consultants, coaches, professional service people, speaking. In one way, shape, or form, right? We need to educate and serve people and build credibility. And speaking is one way to do that, right? And to me, what we're doing right now is speaking for me, Mm -hmm. right? But it, it could also be webinars or workshops or masterclasses that I do. It could be speaking, right? Creating my own content, you know, having my own podcast or having my own video channel. Speaking works, it always has, and I think it always will. The other thing is referral partners. Those are two of the lowest hanging pieces of fruit, I think, for people that are in this, in service businesses, especially when you're selling your expertise.
0: Yeah, um, in a world, and you know, again, we're kind of coming out of the kind of the whole COVID uh, uh, part of history. Yes, Uh, and and so speaking opportunities will, you know, in person speaking opportunities will certainly um, start to pick back up. Um, But uh, I I think that there are a lot of people that said, "Hey, I I could do this. I could do this digitally just as well, if not better, because it's much more efficient." Uh, And so. You know, those look like uh, again podcast guest appearances. um, uh, You know, uh, web you know webinars. uh, You know, online summits. You know, these are these are all places to get in front. Um, You know, one thing you want to do though, because I um. I know it's always a challenge to get people, you know, from the listening audience, from the viewing audience, actually take action yeah. on that and and to, you know, kind of take that next step. Do you have any best practices for that? Because again, it's one thing to be, you know, listen, I'm going to dispense a lot of wisdom, but, you know, you know, I, I want to engage with these folks yes. uh, after the fact. I want them to come find me. I, I want to chat with them. Yeah. So um,
1: again, I kind of keep this simple. If if I am doing a workshop uh, for somebody else's audience, so it's I, they don't know me, somebody else is bringing me in, I always offer something of value at the end. Typically, it's my slide deck, it's all the tools that I mentioned in the workshop, all of that stuff. I just make it available to them. I don't hold anything right. back. It's like, if you want to use this and implement it yourself, I've given you all the tools that you need to do it. So I'll give them all those tools. They just go to a page, opt in for it, and they get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what I typically do if I'm, if I'm, because I just want people to come on my email list because then I can continue to serve those people and build that relationship with them. Um, if I am doing a workshop to our own email list, Um, I just, I just give them all the tools, but my call to action there, the next step in our process is a free consult. That's where it all starts. So I just keep it simple. And it's like, Hey, if I, you know, I hope you got a ton of value from this today. Mm -hmm. If you start doing this and you run into roadblocks and you need help, just schedule a free consult with us. Be happy to talk with you for 15 minutes and help you push through those roadblocks. Here's the link. There's no pressure from me, but if you need the help, take advantage of it. That's it.
0: Awesome. All right. So Tim Fitzpatrick, your website is rialto marketing.com and that's r i a l t o marketing.com. You also have a uh, your own podcast. Yeah. Uh tell me yes. about that. So when the pandemic uh hit, I was doing a lot of
1: in-person speaking, so I had to shift stuff uh online like you mentioned, and one of the ways I did that was I actually started doing live video. So I was doing live video on um, Facebook. And once I kind of got into that and got comfortable with it, we've just all of our content starts with live video and then we repurpose it into everything else. Mm-hmm. So I do a Facebook Live twice a week that gets repurposed into YouTube video, our podcast, we transcribe it all of that goes into a blog post with our show notes and then we that drives the rest of our um our content we you promote that on social we create short form videos that we use for social promotion um so you know the podcast really focuses on of course marketing stuff but really i just want to add value and help business owners grow in any way shape or form so we interview all kinds of guests that are serving you know small businesses whether it's you know, finance or operations, you know, mindset, marketing, all that stuff, anything that's going to help them grow.
0: I'm happy to talk to people about. Yeah, fantastic. All right, Tim, RialtoMarketing.com. Anything else that, that uh, folks should look for? Um, Yeah, you know what? One of the things I did put together for uh, your listeners was
1: just some free resources on those fundamentals that we started to touch on. All the tools that we use for clients are right there. So if they go to realtomarketing.com forward slash the dash thoughtful dash entrepreneur, they can take advantage of all of those things. Um, And if they dig into it and they need help, all they need to do is click on the get a free consult button. It's right there. Awesome.
0: All right, Tim Fitzpatrick, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thanks so much for having me, Josh. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. That mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the thoughtful entrepreneur movement.